was unnecessary. I'm sorry. We can redo that. <laughs> that I, I just didn't know what to do. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember how we used to start these. Just go again. Let me it, keep that in there, though. It's been a while. Shouldn't have left you. <laughs> <laughs> Righteous Jesse. Woke man. Bonnaroo Brittany. Back like we never left, but we really did for a while. But yeah. we're back. Oh, they're turning. Okay. I thought somebody was pulling in in here. I was like, better not be no motherfuckers. (laughs) Uh, Hey, if you're listening straight up, NSFW, don't listen at work. Don't, if you like have problem with curse words, don't let your kids listen. Got that shit before. (laughs) Uh, I I tweeted it. Somehow we all collectively give less of a fuck. Oh, gee, I am like, I am not as depressed anymore. And they're like, my memory is back. So like. Sorry. <laughs> uh, welcome to the the Kick Out of Two podcast with our first guest, God's other son, <laughs> the Wolf Man. I I I ain't never left. I've been in the shadows talking shit. Uh, wrestling is stupid. Wrestlers are the dumbest people alive, uh, but it's enjoyable, and I like some of them. And wrestling fans. And I'm probably not talking about you, but maybe I'm talking about you are also stupid. So, like, get it together. Go outside. uh, Be real people. uh, And then, like, actually start fighting people. Uh, Like, both wrestlers and fans. Like, wrestlers hit each other for real in matches. And fans, like, go out and, like, just, like, get into an altercation with somebody. Because you need to. Because you you need to figure out, like... What you're made of, because uh, oh, geez. Uh, a lot of y'all are made of soup when you think you're made of like, like steak. That's <laughs> wait, what? <laughs> like, like, yeah, like, huh? Like a, a tough ass like Waffle House steak. Um. You know, you think you got you got so much shit to say, and you are mad, and you feel like you have so much in you, and it's just like. You're just, you know, like, do something. Do something about it. Do something. Do you think other fans and other parts of, like, other fandoms act like wrestling fans? They're worse. You ever seen Star Wars fans? No. They're fucking drooling idiots. I just try not to talk to people. (laughs) (laughs) I, I get to go outside more. In my life and be around people that aren't on the internet and it's tight because everybody is just normal. Mm-hmm. Young people are normal. <laughs> like the things that you are worried about in all of like your social situations, they don't care about. They're like, yo, I got to go to the store tomorrow. I thought this thing was funny. I like, I hope that everybody in the world is just like good to each other. But like. I'm not going to enact change by, like, yelling on the internet and hashtagging because you're just, like, in an echo chamber. And that's the same thing with wrestling. That's the same thing with politics. Like, that's the same thing with, like, anything that's going on. Go outside, hang out in the Kroger for a minute, and be around the people that are in there. They aren't worried about what you're worried about at that moment. And you should be that way, too, because all of your hearts are going to explode if you don't stop stressing out. I just want to say that I went to Kroger Monday night, and 
That was the realest rage that I felt in quite some time. <laughs> I fucking hate the grocery store. Yeah, well, we started doing that, like, pickup thing. I See, I was going to go get something, but... <laughs> I can't because I need to feel that hate. <laughs> I need to feel the hatred that I have towards other people at the grocery store because that is the one place that gives me the worst anxiety and the worst fucking just pain of life ever. And for some reason, I need to feel that every so often. So like Monday, just randomly, not really randomly, like we talked about it, but just I, I was going to wait until we finish off some things at the house, but I just fucking was like, you know what? I'm going vegan. Uh, so I went to go get some stuff for like the week and was planned on being in there like 10 minutes tops turned into 30 because every time I tried to get something, somebody's in my way and I'm not just one of those people. I can't just say, excuse me because I feel like an asshole and I know that's going to have a tone to it. So I just wait. And then when I wait, I get even more frustrated and more upset. And then I just think about beating the shit out of somebody and then it almost happens. And then they finally move or I just leave and I don't get what I want. I, now I'm going to go get what I want. I, d- I do the head down, excuse me. Like, <laughs> like, I need to get through. And then when people don't move and don't react to, like, anything that's going on, then I get really aggressive. But we started doing the, like, pickup thing because, like, I'll go to other stores or if I want to go get something quick, I'll go to it. But, like, actual grocery shopping... I do better when I see it online than going in the store, writing a list and being like, I need these things. Because, like, I just make better choices. And Tara was like, I feel weird about doing this because it's like someone's shopping for me. I was like, she's like, it feels like, I don't know how she, like, framed it, but, like, almost like, we're, like, taking advantage of workers. And I was like, no, do you, like, if I worked at, I would work at Kroger today if my job was solely shopping for somebody else and carting it out to them if i didn't have to do anything else it's also like it's kind of creating jobs because self-checkouts are eliminating jobs yeah it that and then you also have to think if you had to roll up to a fucking general store in like the 1880s in your carriage and stuff and you need to go (laughs) get your shoes fixed you took them a list they got you your stuff and you came back once you did your other errands and got your groceries to take back to the farmhouse. So are you supposed so to So it's the tip? same thing. You can't, I think, because you know how they, like, do that. Like, like you're not – I can't – we can't tell at Kroger, but from what we could see, I don't think you're supposed to because they're not allowed to accept them at the Walmart one. I think Publix does oh, it. Oh, because it's, like, under the table sort Yeah, so, I mean – Wage. Just yeah. take the damn money. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, I don't ever have cash on me, so – yeah. I think there should be an option to tip people. <laughs> I also think there should be a subscription service because Kroger, it costs like five bucks to do it, which that's, that's you know nothing. nothing at this point in the game. Uh, but uh, I-, I feel like you should be able to pay like 20 or 25 a month and then just do it whenever. But they don't have like a subscription service like that. Yeah. But I think that would... I don't know. Jesse got a beer and didn't bring me one. Do you want one? I want a white claw. We only have the lime. The lime, the lime one's my favorite. Let's not talk about that bullshit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, I figured if we were going to podcast, I should probably drink for some reason. I've been drinking Bark's Root Beer a bunch, and it's delicious. I didn't used to like it. I don't know if they changed something or what. This is a wrestling podcast, but, like, <laughs> figured we'd just catch up 
and like talk about whatever before we we've been known to go off the rails, right? Yeah, before we start talking to to wrestlers again, which I mean, you can you can ask us if there's anybody that you want to hear us talk to, and we'll consider it. But I, I'll probably <laughs> we can, we can also I want to see like who you guys want to talk to us. Yeah, like if there's a list that. Well, we were going to try and talk to Makabe, but his ear got ripped off, so that sucked. Because uh, that's a little Easter egg for y'all, we or whatever, behind the scenes. We So, we had, like, lo- like we never planned, I don't want to say never, but we weren't going to, like, fully come back. But Makabe was, so, Makabe is just somebody we have a lot in common with outside of wrestling, and... If you're familiar with the older episodes, typically what we did was talk to wrestlers about non-wrestling things. Yeah. Uh, which now is, like, kind of a thing, which is cool. Like, some of the wrestling podcasts I listen to aren't just, like, the fucking driving into the ground, who trained you, where did you start, all the same bullshit. You get you actually get to learn about the wrestler that's on the show. So we were, at SCI, we were going to try to set something up with Makabe, then half of his ear pretty much got ripped off, and uh, he still did the hot ones, though. So, yeah. shout out to him for being a fucking yeah, tough ass. I, res- I respect that, but, you know. That was fun to watch. It, and it was partially us just being, like, not wanting to bother him. Yeah. So, instead of... I wouldn't want to do shit if I have my ear Hell no. Off. I don't want to go to fucking bed. Yeah. I want to do that anyway. I couldn't but. even go to bed with that. I'd just be, like, sitting in a corner, just like... Like, my ear... My ear... Or my teeth, I'd be so fucked up, like... Yeah. In, he wrestled. In, like, anger. Yeah. He finished the he tournament finished, yeah. one. Uh, so. But yeah, we were going to, I mean, at some point soon, we'll, we'll I want to figure out the Skype thing and we'll get Makabe on here um, because I think that would just be a lot of fun. We can talk punk and hardcore and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah. But fun fact about Daniel Makabe, uh, the first time we booked him for SUP, he stayed here and uh, I don't, I think this was after, I think, I, I think. We were coming back from Bizarro Lucha, and when I get when it's really late and I get really bored on drives, I just tweet the most nonsensical shit. Like I tried to get Lush to sponsor me, and uh, Daniel Makabe brought me a small bottle of ectoplasm when he stayed here because of that tweet. So thank you, Daniel Makabe, if you ever actually hear this. I ain't been to Lush in a minute. Same. I was thinking about that the other day. Uh, also, Lush, if you want to sponsor me, I'm doing some shit, so yeah, I'll let your boy. Lush, if you want to sponsor a professional wrestling podcast <laughs> that might be back. Uh, <laughs> hey, should oh, I no, be back? We, 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 I thought you got this mic out, got the headphones. I paid the I $12. Dollars. No, uh, yeah. It, <laughs> like, if, if, Lush, if Lush sponsors us, we will definitely be back week to week. So tweet at Lush if you want us to come back week to week. I'll uh, fucking... Uh, what you you want us to interview Tame Impala or some shit? I'll do Yo, that shit. I would or, love to. I, Orville Peck. I'll be like, why? But, uh, <laughs> what do you mean, why? Because it's bad music. <gasps> oh no, buddy! Yeah, I like uh, somebody joked about it before, but it's like it's like Chris Isaac, but like with like a cowboy mask on. And I don't really fucking care for Chris Isaac either. I'd rather listen to the band him play Wicked Games and then like their like music instead. Oh, I don't, man. I don't like it. I, I don't mm-hmm. get it. I, I, li- I listened to the whole album too. I gave it like a proper like. That's fair. Yeah. Uh, like I, 
I'm nothing if not fair. To, <laughs> well, you were doing your Wilkman listens. Yeah, I need to get back in on that. It's just that. Yeah. Let, Do you want to fill in people? Let's on? let's talk about things that we've all been a part of or been doing. So you've got Wilkman listens. Yeah, where I was running a blog where I basically went back and listened to stuff that I liked throughout different stages of my life or maybe didn't like to see if I'd like it now uh, and kind of blogged about it and stuff. So... I have some of those up. The The Twitter is at WilkmanListens, I think, and then you can follow it to, like, the blog posts. I have <clears throat> maybe, like, somewhere between, like, 10 and 15, maybe, albums that I did. And it's been a couple months since I did that, because, like, it, I wasn't really being super consistent on it just because, like, I did it to make my brain work. And then, <laughs> yeah, I feel that. and then I got busy with the holidays and stuff like that. And then I was just like, eh, I'll get to it when I get to it. Uh, so it's nothing serious. That's about all I've done other than, I mean, I work and then I do the sup shows as long as I'm not having some sort of mental breakdown, uh, which you can tell which shows I wasn't on cause they were just okay. Bell rung. Uh, <laughs> and then, uh, hard shot. I'm just teasing. He did fine. He's nothing if not fair. <laughs> yeah, I'm nothing if not fair. Uh, and then that's about all I've done. I lost some weight, got my <clears throat> knee working again. And uh, I can do a backflip at the trampoline part where I tore my knee initially. So uh, I'm back, baby. <laughs> Me. Is it my turn? Yep. We're going to go in, in the line. <clears throat> Let's see, I lived in Massachusetts for eight months. I forget that shit. <laughs> I was gone for a real long time. And New England was on some shit. Uh, you gonna cut a promo on how they don't season food? Yes. <laughs> oh, God. Look, if you're in New England, do not order anything that isn't pasta, <laughs> seafood, or Chinese food. Yeah. If you're going to order some sort of fried chicken dish or some sort of meat dish, don't do it. They don't understand what salt is. <laughs> like, everything is bland. <clears throat> McDonald's doesn't have chicken biscuits. What the fuck is that? That's pretty inferior. So, well, I mean, I'm going to play devil's advocate oh, here. Oh, no. They, are, they were, I don't know about now, because now there's two different chicken biscuits. And they may have changed the name. But they were called Southern Style, or the fucking... No, 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 no. Southern. They don't have fried chicken at McDonald's I know, for that, breakfast. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. It was like a Southern chicken biscuit or something, I'm pretty sure was the yeah, name. Yeah, gotcha. I, they did, like, pivot for a while. Yeah. Yeah, but that's... But still, now that you can get, like, a McChicken on a biscuit? Nah. nah. <laughs> Look, if... Here's my issue. In the South, we'll, like, accommodate when they have stuff where they're, like, like unsweetened tea or, like, things like that. In places like that, they act like it's so foreign to do the opposite. Yeah. And it's like, well, that's goofy. <laughs> like, why wouldn't sweet tea be a thing everywhere? Like, you literally just put sugar in it. Yeah. It, like, and just, like, you almost have to go out of your way to I make had, unsweet to make it, tea. Yeah. I had to go to Cracker Bill because I was craving fried chicken. I and that probably that. says more about me than it does <laughs> the Northeast. No. No, well, no. I'm kind of surprised they have Cracker Bell. <laughs> I was about to say the same it thing. It was like 45 minutes away from my apartment. I saw I it. 
I saw a thing when one opened in California uh, on Instagram a couple years ago. And, like, this girl who's from the South was, like, at the opening because she lived in (laughs) California and they didn't have it. And she was like, I have to be at this Cracker Barrel right now because this is an actual, like, ordeal. Well, what was close to my apartment was the best Korean food I've ever had in my life. Uh, Kevin Koo stayed with me. And we got uh, sushi that was on fire. And I think I ordered from that place every single day because they also delivered. <laughs> so. We had really good pizza somewhere before. I'm trying to remember. Was it? It was. Oh, fuck. Because uh, I thought. It wasn't in Massachusetts. Mm-hmm. Was it before we went to Halloween? Where did we go see Halloween? Oh, that was in uh, New Hampshire. That pizza was really good. Yeah. Small-ass, like, little pizzeria. Yeah. See, that's what New England does well, though, is, like, Italian food Mm -hmm. and, like, just um, exploring. Yeah, the first time I came to see you, when we left the airport and we were still in Boston, and we got that Italian food, whatever that place was called, that Italian Mm -hmm. food was, like, fucking I explored a lot of restaurants on the North End. Every time someone would be like, oh, what, what was it called? And I'm like, I don't know, some Italian name. It just was open and had no weight. And then exploring rural Massachusetts was a whole other, like, a whole other thing. Because country Massachusetts and, like, country, like, south is incredibly different. But also, I want to buy a house in Salem. Yeah, Salem's cool. <laughs> That's, like, my favorite place in the world. I don't remember if we recorded after I went to Panama, but I left the country for, like, a week, a couple years ago. Oh my God. Like, two summers ago, I guess. Yeah, I feel like we did. Yeah, I, I, feel, I feel like that's something like we, we had about. to. Yeah, I can't I just remember the last episode that we <clears throat> did was uh, Cabana Man Dan. It was, like, the last interview that we did. But did that even go up? I, I don't like even remember. I think so. Yeah, I don't... I feel like the last couple were like O'Shea Edwards, Cabana Man Dan, Brixter was in there. Yeah. Well, okay. So, because that's Brickster when was... you were gone. The Brixter one, we had a really good interview. <laughs> it didn't save. Yep. And then we had to re- Shout out to Brixter redo for being it. a fucking champ. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's well, like the best person that you could yeah, like- Brixter just rules with. anyways. Like, uh, I tried pizza in Panama. Mm-hmm. No, sir. <laughs> You're not a big pizza guy anyway. Though. No, but, like, this was wrong. <laughs> like, and, like... <laughs> you do pizza bad. Yeah, I, and I was like, the the whole thing was, like, the novelty of being like, hey, what do they do pizza like here? Sure. Because uh, you gotta try it. Yeah. It, cause, like, when we went to the mall there, like, we got fucking Burger King just to see if they did anything different, which they didn't. I mean, they have different stuff. Which, like, when you go somewhere internationally, do the actual, like, stuff there, but also try the weird franchise stuff that we have to see how different it is. Uh, like, no, because do both. you don't get any damn chicken biscuits from McDonald's when you try to do that. Anyway, I'm still not. That, was, that wasn't even international, though. That was just... Oh, you said international. Yeah, just internationally, like... Because they, they have, like, different stuff. Like, they had some sort of, like, special, like, coconut pie thing at the McDonald's thing there and stuff like that. That sounds delicious. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, their pizza, it was, like, the the tomato paste was, like, sweet in, like, a wrong way. 
Uh, so that was weird. Um, but, like, I've only gone to, like, Maryland and stuff. And when we went to, like, Delaware and shit. So I haven't had, like... Like, I had seafood when I was there because I knew that that was supposed to be good. Which I had really good cab- crab cakes in Maryland. That does sound good. Crab cakes and football. <laughs> That's what Maryland does. Crab cakes we had some good. lobster rolls. Ooh, yeah. Lobster rolls. Man, I miss those. <laughs> Man. Um, We've also kind of always been a food podcast. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. A little wrestling, um, a lot of food. Yeah. I've been <clears throat> doing some stuff for the Sobros. Been writing a couple articles for them. Funny how brands bleed together. I know, right? We've met them, like, forever ago. And now we're just all good buddies and... Check out their wrestling podcast. Yes, Sobros Wrestling. Check some championships. <coughs> Maybe now that we're back, we'll do a... A crossover with them. That'd be so fun. I would actually really enjoy that. Yeah. We should probably do it, like, in person. Oh, oh yeah, <laughs> for sure. Well, they also live close enough that it's not a problem. Yeah, that sounds awesome, actually. Uh, they have some really great interviews. They just had an interview go up with Kevin Koo that's really fun. Um, who did they have last week? Uh, they had Nolan. Nolan. Edwards. Yeah, Nolan. That was a really good one. Uh, they've been they've been cranking out some fucking fire yeah. already this year. So shout out to those guys. Shout out to that whole team. Yeah, the whole team just works <clears throat> their ass off. Like so much content all the time. They and do it's a wide variety. Of they stuff. work so much. I'm like, damn, y'all. I know. <laughs> what y'all doing? Enjoy something. <laughs> One of my goals for 2020 was to write more for Sobros, and then in parentheses, I think I said like Stony deserves it or something because <laughs> he just like works his ass off, and I'm always like, damn. I need to be like Stony. So I just did a uh, review on a Mountain Dew margarita at Buffalo Wild Wings. So Stony is captain of the get shit done team. <laughs> yeah, y'all exactly. That, y'all have that KFC Mountain Dew that's like it's like mango flavored. What? Oh no! Yeah, it. Well, so somebody told me it was peach. When I tried it, it tasted more mango. Because I tried that that's and right. I tried the Beyond Nuggets, the like vegan nuggets. How are those? Good. It's so they taste like if you got. I'm pretty sure they're tofu, so if that's a turn off, like, I don't know. Are they... I like... So, what it... It tasted like a really well-made KFC Tyson nugget. It'd be like, if you, like... I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah, Because I've eaten a lot of... I've stolen a lot of Tyson nuggets. If you made Tyson chicken nuggets, how that they're probably supposed (laughs) to be made, but nobody ever does it right, because you either do it too little or too long. Right. Uh, except it's, like, professionally made at a fast food restaurant. Uh, and the texture is a little tofu Okay. But you can that get them with bad. sauce or without sauce. I got them <clears throat> without because I got confused and thought she, like, said sauced or not. And I was, like, I, like, fumbled and I told her no. And I was, like, oh. She was asking me if I wanted, like, shit on this. And I didn't get <laughs> it. But, like, and they have fries at KFC now instead of, like, the potato wedges. Hmm. They mm-hmm. taste like better textured versions of Popeyes. Do you want to fries? go in on the Popeyes chicken sandwich? We all know. Uh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but uh, let me let's get the chicken talk in before we talk about Jesse's accomplishments because he's done more than us <laughs> in regards to wrestling. So, uh, I got to the Popeyes chicken sandwich two weeks before it blew up. <laughs> 
This is like my favorite story ever. <clears throat> I was pick, I was literally picking up food for my brother, and I went, "Hey, they got a chicken sandwich now. Oh, they got a spicy chicken sandwich now. Guess I'll just get lunch here." I got the spicy chicken sandwich, and I was really hungry. So I was like, I didn't even get out of the parking lot. I had like opened it up and I was driving and I took a bite out of this thing and I went, oh, <laughs> and, uh, I pulled my phone out and I was like, this needs to be said. And I was like, Hey, Popeye's has a spicy chicken sandwich <clears throat> right now. And it might be the best fast food item I've ever tasted in my life. And then. It blew, I went back like later in the week and they literally run out of bread for it because they were like, yeah, like this is just like a thing we didn't know. And then I couldn't get it for a couple weeks because it turned into like Turbo Man. It was months for me before I got to try it. It was until, I didn't get to try it until the second wave. And the first time I had one, somebody brought one to GCW for me. It was either, I think it was GCW, and I ate it the next, yeah, it was GCW. I ate it the next day because we had Edley's that night. I ate it cold the next day in my car on lunch, like, almost 24 hours later. And that shit, that first time ever having one, I was like, this is fucking incredible. Yeah, like, I've, sometimes I'll get two, and I'll put one in the fridge because it's like a cold fried chicken sandwich is delicious anyways. And it, that, man, that sauce is hitting, like... The regular one, because I've tried that too, without the like spicy mayo or whatever, is a good chicken sandwich. But that that extra bit goes above and beyond. The thing about the spicy mayo too is like sometimes when you have spicy mayo, it's like just too mayo-y. Yeah. This is like fucking perfect every time. Yeah. And those chickens, if if for some reason you haven't had the fucking Popeye's chicken sandwich yet. I've literally only had that bite of yours. Oh yeah, you have like had I it had yet. the tiniest little bite, and now we're eating vegan. So when we when we go on vegan vacation, <clears throat> we'll get yeah. some Popeyes. Yeah, that'd be mean, my treat for I'm, myself. I mean, it ain't gonna hurt you to do it the one time. I know. I know. Just if you're not buying Popeyes, not. get it and then go back <laughs> so, to vegan. So we're not like we're not like vegan vegan. I wanted yeah. to eat cleaner. I'm practicing cleaner, vegan. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I wanted to eat cleaner. Plus, I saw a meme that kind of like shamed me from like <laughs> animal products. I sent it to Brittany. And I was just like, damn, that kind of sucks. Uh, but, it, like, I had been thinking about it for a minute, and uh, it, it, I'm, like, vegan enough. So, like, <laughs> if I go to walk, like... I'm, I'm sure some people are going to be <clears throat> triggered by that, but... Just, it's fine. Well, it's my life. Calm down, everyone. Yeah, I mean, it's not like you're, like, fully going into, like, the subculture. You're just trying to eat better for yourself and maybe be a little bit, like, ethically... I don't, like, the lifestyle that, like... I've kind of had to, like, adapt to recently. Like, after shows, there's not many places open. And I'm sorry, but I'm not eating Taco Bell every fucking time. Like, I'm going to go to Waffle House, and I'm probably going to get fucking hash browns. And if my hash browns are cooked on the same flat top as fucking steak and eggs, I'm not going to cry about it. Like, I know know all the sides of this. Like, being vegan, being kind of an inconvenience by being vegan, and, like, being a cook who's just like, God damn it, you know? Like, I get all of it. So I'm just I'm just here to exist and try to fucking be a little healthier. Well, tell us what you've been doing then. Since you're uh, existing in the wrestling world. Well I'm doing ring announcing for SUP still. Or again. I don't remember if I was ring announcing or commentary when we were doing this last. I can't remember. I, I honestly both. don't remember. <laughs> well 
I was ring announcing and commentary, and then I was just commentary, and now I'm ring announcing again. Uh, I do commentary for New South in Alabama, Bizarre Lucha in Indianapolis, NGW in East Tennessee, soon to be in Virginia. Uh, I ring announce for GCW whenever they come to town. Uh, Did you say Bizarro? Yeah, I said Bizarro. I made a trip up to Illinois for Iron Spirit Pro. Did commentary there. Um, Can I hit that unsanctioned pro? Yep, got a debut coming up in Ohio for unsanctioned pro in March. Uh, I'm got a beyond spot. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> she's got a better, better memory. <clears throat> Did beyond on Thanksgiving, which was really cool. Uh, Is that when you broke the stream? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Ryan and I talked about making a shirt that said "Stream Breaker." Like. I thought that would have been cool. Maybe we should, we should still do that. I do that when I pee, because I just cut it off. <laughs> uh, show my dick to <clears throat> boss. I literally... <laughs> I've, I've got fucking uh, Virginia one weekend, and then Ohio the next weekend, and then Tampa the weekend after. I kind of started off last year saying I wasn't going to go all in, and then like things just kind of happened, so I ended up kind of half-ass going all in. Uh, and yeah, now I do stuff. I'm an IWTV VJ. Uh, you can use the code Righteous and get uh, a free trial. It's no longer 20 days, but you can still get a free trial. Um, yeah, I don't know. I'm just trying to stay busy and fucking not work a real job. Can you talk about the video violence connection? Yeah. Uh, so... I'm interviewing you now. Yeah, you're interviewing me. It's weird. Uh, <laughs> my good buddy Ryan and I have been putting out content for IWTV for my for my VJ stuff, and uh, we did like almost thirty videos in October uh, for VJ content, and we've got a really crazy idea for March. Uh, we might be gluttons for punishment uh, because it's like a lot and kind of more detailed than anything we've ever done. Um, but yeah, Ryan and I, you know, I, I love working with Ryan because it's just, uh, it's easy. And like the shit that we're doing in March, uh, I was able to be like, Hey, can you break this down for my non-sports brain? And that'll make sense once all the fucking videos drop. Um, but uh, he's like, I don't know. He's just, down to explain shit when I don't understand it. And I don't like, he doesn't make me feel dumb for asking questions. And, you know, he gets to work on video editing and producing stuff. And I get to work on interviewing and all that shit. Being and, in the uh, field. Yeah. Being in the field. Uh, I don't like this. That <laughs> <laughs> fucking all. Uh, I got real hot. It's literally and, just me. <laughs> yeah. But I don't like it. Uh, Confirmed. <laughs> Jesse doesn't like talking to his girlfriend. <laughs> On the on the podcast. Who does? Am I right? <laughs> <laughs> fellow, fellow fellow people. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I love working with Ryan. Uh, it's cool. We kind of like nicknamed our shit "Video Violence Connection" because video violence is a VHS tape, and Miracle Violence Connection is a fucking badass tag team. So we just kind of mashed the two together. I think I said it as a joke, and we just kind of stuck with it. Uh, yeah, I've just been fucking staying busy and just trying to get a flight out to the West Super Coast. Super busy. Yeah, sorry. It's okay. 
I have not yet been approached by IWTV to do anything. <laughs> Uh, so I'm thinking about just like going the other way and doing my Alex Jones version of <laughs> of wrestling. Uh, <laughs> it's really funny that you fucking bring that up because I was listening to um, a podcast called Secret Societies today and they were talking about the Bohemian Grove and they brought up Alex Jones oh, no. sneaking into the Bohemian Grove. And I was just like, I haven't heard that name in a while, then I get a fucking twofer today for Alex Jones. Look, look I, I hear absurd stuff about everything all the time now. I'm plugged in everywhere just to keep up with what's going on. Uh, everybody's a nut. Everybody's lost their minds. So... Oh, by the way, I'm sorry if I've worked for your... Oh, I've done shit for SCI. Uh, I'm sorry if I've done something for your promotion and I forgot to say it. I've been hitting the head a lot and concussions, despite what Matthew Justice says, are real. <laughs> <laughs> um, damn, what was I going to say? So we got all uh, what we've been up to, right? Caught up. I think so. Yeah. I'm sure I forgot something, but that's so, to be expected. <clears throat> what has been, like, your favorite wrestling moment since we've been gone that we haven't been able to, like, talk about? Getting paid. <laughs> <laughs> free beer, free food, getting paid. Uh, are you, I, like, what do you want? I mean, there's, there's a lot well, of just aspects. Like, matches or, like, who you enjoyed. Brad Ison. Commentary and who like breaking out and debuts, all that stuff. Uh, let me <clears throat> let me think, because I what I do is I worship unprofessionalism. <laughs> I like watching people hurt each other for real, uh, and making like. Have you ever watched like the f- like the very early days of UFC? Because if you haven't, oh, yeah, <laughs> I was about to say if you haven't, then there's something really wrong. No, with the world. I. I literally, if I'm in a bad mood, I watch street fights on Twitter because it's like... <laughs> I know, because we send them to each other. My, my brain is fucked up. Like, I, <laughs> like weirdly enough, like, I know everybody's like, man, he's weird. He says, like, because I'm just, like, putting on just in life because, like, I'm kind of a boring person. But my brain doesn't work right in that I... More so than everybody else that I know crave to <clears throat> watch violence. <laughs> I don't want to see somebody, like, get shot in the head or, like, kill themselves or something. Like, I'm not watching, like, the Bjork stalker uh, suicide video. So you're not trying to watch Faces of Death? No, I'm not watching Faces of Death. But, like, I'll I'll watch, like, CKY where people are, like, throwing themselves into stuff. But, like, watching someone get punched in the jaw (laughs) just, like, because gives me, like, like, the same type of, like, rush as, like, people clout chasing monsters get Instagram and stuff like that where like they need their likes and their like <laughs> praises on the internet that like rush that like I feel like people may get from like skydiving or something like that I get from watching like when that girl that got hit in the head with that shovel <laughs> and so if I'm like I found this about myself if I'm getting really depressed like I'm just going to watch some videos of some people getting beat up. I watched uh, a video of like a band playing because I was pretty like bummed out on hardcore because I saw like kids don't know how to mosh right anymore. And then I saw a really rough video where people were literally wearing boxing gloves and just mauling each other. And I almost got emotional because I was like, (laughs) God damn, like the violence is bad. This is what you texted me? Yes. And it's just like, I like 
that kind of stuff. And I like that in wrestling, especially when it's like, like, I don't need everything to be a, a shoot. Like when Dickinson just like beat up Schlack for a second in that match. Cause he wasn't, uh, so what has like, what matches are wrestlers? Like, I, I'm trying remember? to, I'm trying to think of like, let's all like, I'll start and then you go and then you go. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm going to think, uh, think about my favorite ones because there, there have been some things <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> so I'll go moment uh, while we've been gone uh, GCW's been coming to Nashville um, and one of the coolest moments that I've been able to experience in wrestling for the entire duration I've been in around a part of it whatever was the first time they came to Nashville for Lights Out and Brad Eisen was a surprise and came out to wrestle Matt Justice and Mance Warner uh, and the reaction he got uh, because, I mean, that's like my fucking brother. So, like, got real choked up for that because I know how hard he's been working. I knew what that opportunity was for him. Um, and uh, that match was really fucking good because they just beat the dog shit out of each other mm-hmm. the way God intended. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I mean, if you ask me, Brett was like a perfect fit for... He's just a perfect fit for GCW or, like, a show that's run like GCW. And I can't imagine, like, why you wouldn't think to ever call on Brett for a position like that because he's just, a, he's a real life fucking ass beater. So, uh, I mean, I've literally watched the guy fight four people at once in real life and like didn't <laughs> fucking flinch at all. It was just like about it. Loved it. Pretty sure it fucking like, I don't know, probably added years to his life somehow. Like he took years from their life and it just got added just to his life. Into him. Uh, but that like seeing Brett <clears throat> debut for GCW was one of my favorite moments. Uh, so, like, I'm pumped that a lot of people that we, like, were on to early are, like, making it. My thing with wrestling is, like, I don't want to be wrestlers' friends. Like, a lot of people, on like, are trying to do all the time. Like, if I become friends with somebody because I'm in proximity with them, that's cool. So I don't have, like, a bunch of wrestler friends. I have, like, a handful of people. Well, I feel like and- also... Not to cut you off, but I feel like you're not, like, uh, there's never going to be, like, hmm, this is, this is going to piss, this might piss somebody off, but there's never going to be, like, a fanboy aspect to you being friends with somebody. It's going to be because you, like, you connect on something real. Like, yeah, I said something stupid, and then they they said something stupid back to me, and then we just started talking to each other. And that's how I, because, so I'm kind of, like. I'm going to go in uh, <laughs> before I talk about good things. I'm kind of, I don't want everybody to be my friend. Uh, I get pissed when people don't remember me. And if you don't remember my name, that's fine. But there have been stuff where uh, I, people have worked sup shows for like over a year and then been like, uh, hey, bud, what's up? My name's redacted to me and shook my hand. And it's like, We've spoken, like, and you haven't been hit in the head that many times. So, like, that kind of stuff bothers me. But I also don't want to be their best friend. I just don't want to be disrespected. Um, There's a lot of people that really want wrestlers to be their friends. And it's just like, one, you're just asking to find out somebody's a pedophile or some shit. Uh, Two, like, that's not... That's just not how things work. So I'm excited that like people that we're friendly with or actually friends with are doing well and getting signed. 
I, I'm excited that like last year's SCI field was mostly like people that we've <laughs> known and that weren't there yet that have gotten there and we've kind of we were like parallel with their ride mm-hmm. to that. Uh, so like seeing Koo in there and Brett, uh, seeing well, also they're just like our friends too. Yeah, and like not seeing, to be like the little wrestlers are our friends. Yeah, but. and that yeah that's kind of what I was like. Because a few of them are, like, I actually consider friends. And then, like, they're, like, good acquaintances and stuff like that. But, like, like uh, Warhorse figuring himself out and getting there and, like, being a big part of that tournament. Even somebody like AC Mack, who we weren't, like, we hadn't gotten to, like, super early. But we were like, hey, that guy's good. And then you see him, like, mm-hmm. get somewhere. So that's, and then, like, Matt Tremont being in there, who I had, like, bothered people about for a couple years like put him in SCI uh that I really liked that uh that was a big thing for me and like uh you just reminded me of something I left off but uh and like like Marco being in it and Marco getting signed and stuff like that has been really cool uh Dom (laughs) Dom throwing Marco's brother around really (laughs) <laughs> really terribly. That's right up your alley. Yeah, God. He he said, "You see that disgusting suplex I did? I did that for you." <laughs> and like that that's pretty much my like what I want in professional wrestling is I I just want people to do really reckless things consensually. <laughs> consensually. Yeah, and if you're going to get into a fight with each other, make it good. Uh so yeah, that's the kind of stuff that was big for me. Uh watching like Matthew Justice wrestle in the basement east and do really terrible things to himself, making really bad decisions. I like when people make bad decisions for the love of the sport. <laughs> Cue my sacrifice. Yes. All right, Brittany. No, you said you left off something. Oh, but you're next in the line. Oh. <clears throat> I think I have a lot. Okay. So oh, I, See, I, I was under the impression we would just do like one Oh, one after around. the other. Oh, oh okay. But, Okay. Then, then yeah, we can do that. Uh, so just one then? Yeah, whatever. Just however. <laughs> okay. We never go one to follow format. <laughs> no. one, well, it, yeah, it's all gonna. So the Crux show before SCI this year, where you wrestled, yeah, which was awesome. Into <laughs> that blue thunderbomb. Fucking gr- it was gross, but <laughs> yeah, it was gross. I heard the fucking snapping and it was my back. The on whole the match was gross, but whatever. But uh. It, wrestling's been weird for me lately because I don't. It's there was like a whole couple months where, like, honestly, I just didn't care about it, and I didn't watch it. I wasn't seeking it out, <clears throat> um, and I don't remember like if we even went to shows like during that time. But unless it was sub, but uh, J Rose was ring announcing that show, and. That was, like, one of the most fun aspects of the entire SCI weekend. Because he had such energy and, like, he just kept up the show, like, the whole time. So that was fun in a, like, non-physical like wrestling type way. My turn? Yeah. If we're, do, do? if we're I mean, I have more, but we'll just go around. I mean, you can you can throw more out and I'll catch up. Okay. Uh, seeing Shayna Baszler come up. Up into WWE proper. Becoming a, a full-blown-ass vampire on <laughs> national television. Fucking just biting Becky Lynch's, like, 
First of all... Holy shit, we're talking WWE on this podcast. <laughs> I was going to. I love WWE. <laughs> First of all, she's one of the nicest people in the entire world. Um, and one of the most talented people. And just seeing her, like, get what she deserves is really cool. Um, I don't get people that don't get her. I don't... I have no... If you don't get Shayna Baszler, I don't get you. <laughs> Why do you watch wrestling? <laughs> She's gonna hurt people. Yeah. What more could you ever want in a person? Yeah. Um, I mean, and then there's Bianca Belair, which is a whole other thing. If you don't like Bianca Belair, just get the fuck out of my face forever. Yeah. <laughs> Look, I I will wave that UT flag. <laughs> Sing all, rock and all day, pop every day until we die. Yeah. Uh, but seeing her come out in the rumble. And seeing Naomi come out in the rumble, Jesse saw how excited it was about her. Very her excited. return. Yo, Cameron's wrestling. Yep. Effie's big gay brunch. Yep. Yeah. Sorry to jump in line. <laughs> no, you're fine. Um, She's back. And then, honestly, just seeing uh, War Horses, like, his fucking skyrocket to uh, just seeing him, like you said, figuring himself out. And also, he's one of the nicest and kindest people ever he also deserves also (laughs) whatever (laughs) um so yeah that um and then everything brett is doing like all the time i think was it who did he wrestle at the other gcw show was it uh dickinson Dickinson? Mm -hmm. okay because i got very intoxicated at that last show and the and they ran in the basement east and I think Dickinson like Oh yeah, you did get real drunk. I got real drunk and Dickinson was going on about how it was his house and then I was like not having that shit and everything Brett's doing. Every time you announce Brett. Yeah, those are the things. I'm having a beer for Brett, right? Very now. random shit, but you know. Um those are the things that stick out in my mind. Wrestling Matt Tremont was fucking like the wildest thing in the world. Uh, thank you to <laughs> Carrie Awful for, for whatever reason, thinking I was worth that and making that happen. Uh, I hope I lived up to any ounce of an expectation you may have had. Um, I don't remember who I was talking to. Maybe it was Brett before he wrestled Matt Tremont. And I don't know if he felt the same way, but I just remember being in the ring and Matt Tremont comes out and you hear fucking Separate Ways by Journey and it's like you're in this weird fucking time warp where um, time stops, but it also is like the fastest moment in time ever. Like, you have... It's, I don't know. It's very weird to explain. Like, Matt Tremont is a very important wrestler <clears> to me. <throat> uh, it's also very strange to me that I can say that I've wrestled somebody that's wrestled Onita, who is also a very important wrestler to me. Um, so, like, just being in the ring when Matt Tremont came out, like, I was able to, like, recognize what was happening and take it all in. And realize that I was definitely in a position I didn't deserve to be in. Uh, but also, 
it happened very fast. Mm -hmm. And the next thing I know, it's just me and Matt Tremont in the ring. And I'm trying to get him to hit me in the head with a fucking light tube. And, uh... That's some shit. Yeah, it was like... I, I don't know, I just... I felt time stop multiple times in that match. Uh... But time's a construct and all that stuff. <laughs> uh, so getting to work for GCW has been really cool. Um, the few times that it's happened. Um, it's something I never expected. Getting to work for Beyond. I mean, getting getting a spot at Beyond was really cool. Like, right after my 30th birthday, uh, or 31st birthday, um, getting to hang out with Rich Palladino and kind of pick his brain for a while was like, just such a cool experience because like fucking Richard was around for ECW and you know, that's not very nice. Yeah. He's he, so rich saw that we were going to be in Massachusetts and invited us. We were there on Thanksgiving and he invited us to come to his house for Thanksgiving with his family. And like, I don't know. I feel like only like a, a truly genuine person would invite rich only knew me from family reunion from Jersey last year. And we didn't even get to talk that much. Um, but he invited us to Thanksgiving at his house. And that, like, that was incredible to me. Like that hospitality is like, I'll never forget that. Yeah. Um, we ended up eating Thanksgiving at our spooky Salem hotel instead <laughs> though. But, and it was actually really good. It was. Um, for as much as Brittany, for as much as Brittany just dunked on all the <laughs> Northeastern food. Not all of it. Just. It was, it was really good. Um, Seeing, like, the rise of uh, content creators in wrestling has been really cool for me, especially since I've kind of had to, like, navigate my own way through that. Uh, it's a little weird, like, seeing guys like Warhorse and Danhausen and a few other guys like Effie, like, be so fucking good at putting out content. And, like, they're wrestlers, so it makes sense for them to, like, always have eyes on them where like sometimes I go back and forth and I'm like, should I be putting out more? Like what ring announcer actually like, you know, like who gives a fuck what a ring announcer or commentator does, you know? So I'm like kind of torn on like, if I should be doing more or less, but then I'm like, I just have to be TV. So it's like, I don't know. I'm still trying to navigate that path, but it's been really cool to see that there is a lane for content creators uh, that honestly, I feel like guys like John Carlo and J Rose have like, really kind of like paved a way for um, anything that Brett's done. Like, yeah, that's my fucking brother. Uh, <clears throat> just finally seeing him after all the hard work and sacrifice, like get the opportunities that uh, quite a few of us knew he deserved all along. Like when he was working in Lewisburg and Tullahoma, these shows that will never see the light of day. Like Brett hasn't changed. He was doing the same shit fucking five, maybe close to ten years ago that he's doing now when everybody was confused as to what, like, quote-unquote strong style was, you know? Um, so it's really cool to see that he stayed on his own course and the rest of the world eventually caught up to Brett. Mm -hmm. uh, fuck, what else? It, it's been, like, for me, it's... I don't know. I'm just, like, I'm a fucking nerd. And it's been cool to, like, be able to get paid to go different places and talk about wrestling while it happens. You know, I've seen some really cool wrestling. I've seen some not great wrestling. I've got to <laughs> talk over it while it's happened. Um, being a fixture of Bizarro has been really cool. 
Uh, that's a place that always feels like home every time I'm there. It just feels like a fucking family, which is really cool. Um, getting to work with IWTV has been really fun. Uh, just, you know, putting out content that's fun for me to make, um, to highlight the biggest independent wrestling streaming service is really cool to me. Um, I'm leaving out a bunch of shit, but a lot of shit's happened. I don't know. Just like the people that I've been able to connect with through wrestling, like fucking if you'd have told me that John Davis and I would have conversations randomly throughout the week a few years ago, I would have never believed you. But now like there was a day when I was really fucking hard on myself and John Davis like randomly messaged me like he fucking just knew and we talked and it just turned my whole day around. Just little shit like that. Um, I don't know. Like sometimes I feel like wrestling's fucking stupid and then <laughs> things like that happen and I'm just like, you know what? There's days where I want to quit, but I don't tell the internet and uh, I just <laughs> tell Ryan and he's like, shut the fuck up and keep working. I'm like, all right. And I do. And then we put out a fucking video right. and uh, it's always good to not tell the world that you're going to quit something or have pity parties uh, where everybody's going to see it. Uh, Cause like you're going to turn around uh, and not feel that way. Yeah. I mean, I, yeah, I would never, and you're, you're smart enough to, to be like, Oh, don't do that. That was me in my like early twenties. Yeah. You know, like, and so, some wrestlers are in their early twenties. When I keep finding out certain people are younger than me, I'm like, Oh, shut the fuck up. <laughs> I get so irritated. Cause I'm like, how one, like, Cause the, I guess cause they like, they look older sometimes than they are. Sure. And I feel younger than I am. I don't, I don't think I'm 31 most of the time. Yeah. Which probably, I, I can't tell if that's good or bad. I'm probably good cause I don't ever want to feel fucking old. No. Uh, but yeah, like that was, that was like early Facebook MySpace mentality and now we're like, <laughs> We're in a different era. Yeah, like I don't, I don't care to show that weakness. You know, yeah. I can, I could easily put out a tweet that's like, I think I'm gonna hang it up. You know, but then I'm like, I can take the same energy that I would use to, and I'm, I'm gonna reveal a huge secret here. I could take the same energy that I was gonna use to type out that slight. Like probably less than a paragraph of like, I'm not feeling today. I think I'm. I think I'm done. Or I could be like, Hey, I got these shows coming up. <laughs> or you could watch a fight video. Yeah. Or yeah. <laughs> or you could watch a fucking fight video. You know, like the, the next time you think about just like I don't know being down on yourself on the internet, think about all the fucking shows you got coming up and be like, Hey, uh, I'm doing these things, and it's like I don't know. For me, it's cool because like you can see that you're doing shit. Like it's like a physical, like. You can you can just fucking read it after you type it and be like, oh, I am doing stuff. Maybe it's not right now, but it's coming up, you know. And I still have those days where I'm like, I'm not doing enough or like I feel stagnant. I had it today where I just felt fucking stagnant and I was like getting impatient. I was talking to Ryan about it and uh, I was like, I'm not gonna go. In, I'm not gonna go into it. But uh, you know, it, I don't know if you're if you're feeling like you want to fucking quit, just think about all the shit you got coming up. Or quit. <laughs> or just do it. <laughs> uh, 
sometimes <laughs> in in life we we want <coughs> reassurance, but like being like wah on the internet, it's like go get a mom or something. Like, uh, and that's why I respect that you're not just being like like you're. You're using that point in your brain that says, don't do that. It took me a long time to get there. (laughs) Yeah, well, you got hit in the head. (laughs) That's true. Uh, So, and real hard. Yeah, and real hard. Before, I mean, he's not wrong. Not necessarily before wrestling. Like, it, sometimes in, like, outside of wrestling. (laughs) I did a lot of dumb shit. Yeah. We, head trauma's fucking real, y'all. Yeah. Uh, That's a miracle I made it this far. But uh, I I like the rise of J Rose because that kid works really fucking hard. I was thinking about the first time we like really hung out with him. <laughs> the first, okay, I'm gonna tell this story. The first time we had to deal with him, uh, I don't want to say deal with him. That sounded mean. That's not what I meant because I like J Rose. Uh, the first time that we were introduced to J Rose, we were put in this fucking. We were at that, like, punk pro show or whatever in, that we, we went to. Indiana. In Indiana. And Trip was like, hey, can you run the music? We have this, where these videos and stuff are set up. And we were like, I don't know what the fuck we're doing. And uh, we got put up in, like, we had to climb, like, a fucking ladder or some shit up to the top of the venue and it's this uh, MacBook that's not really working properly. And he's like, I'll, I'll send uh, J-Rose up there to help you to like get it set up. And this kid who's going a million miles a minute comes to explain this thing to two like late 20-year-old idiots <laughs> what needs to be going on. And we're just kind of like... Nothing clicked. No, I was just like... <laughs> I was like... Because t- between the two of our brains, there was zero spark. Look, there was already the the this was a very infamous trip car ride in the first place uh, to where we were already fucking broken. R.I.P. Kevin Koo's spirit. <laughs> yeah, left his body. Uh, watched. So we're already just like not right, and we're at this this venue, and somebody like. It would be like you woke up and school was canceled and you were just like going to do something and then they tried to make you take a night class. <laughs> and <laughs> we're like, I don't know what the fuck is going on. And he's going like, going, going, going. And we're like, hey man, do you just want to take care of this? Yeah, because if we would have stuck that out, yeah, it would have oh, been real bad. Yeah, and he's like, yeah, I got it. And we just kind of slinked down. Yeah. And then... It was for the best. Yeah, and then he popped up. From time to time after that, I'm like, yo, that kid has, like, a chaotic energy that I don't understand, but he's working hard. And, uh... <laughs> he fucking... He found... He, like, found his footing, like, everywhere, and I respect the shit out of that. He pretty much... I don't remember exactly what he did, but he worked, I want to say, like, 90 to 99% of the shows last year at The Collective. He may have gotten, like, a break, and, like, I think that was really what... J. Rose has always been a really hard worker as long as I've known him, but I think that's where everybody was like, yo, this kid doesn't fuck around. Like, if you put him on some shit, he's gonna, like, it's gonna get done. And when he gets stressed, you can tell he's stressed, but he's not, like, 
It's like a weird, cool kind he's of... Like, like, he's half dancing through it and, like, doing shit. He's not going to yell at you because he's having a bad time. I would. I would absolutely <laughs> yeah, yell at yeah, you. you would. Uh, so, uh... Guilty ass charged. So, like, I, I respect that about him, that he's, like, in the chaos, has some sort of weird, like, eh, it's going to be what it's going to be energy, which uh, I wish that I could find in my normal life. Uh, so I, I'm, I'm happy that the, like, that's something that I've liked seeing. I don't know. I just like watching people that I get along with winning. And I like when the people that I dislike fail. (laughs) Uh, and so I've seen a little bit of both. I feel like (laughs) if J Rose doesn't get a job that pays enough money to where he doesn't have to worry about anything, then there's no fucking justice in the world. Exactly. That, that's the type of person that needs to go, like, it, with the way <laughs> that he moves and the way that, like, he's constantly on the go for some place like WWE not to hire him where it's a constant on the go mm-hmm. uh, seems absurd. And I think, I legitimately, I think that's where he's best served. Is yeah, because like, J-Rose is like, he's the ideal plug-and-play type person. You tell him what to do in, or like what you need in a certain setting, and he's going to be able to knock it out of the park every yeah. single time. Like, and I've seen it. So, I mean, that last sub show where everything went to shit streaming <laughs> uh, wise, and he was just like trudging away doing everything that he could, and he like carried a lot of that, and I was like, he never gave up. No, and I was like, you didn't do anything. Like, you, like, out of everyone's hands, and he's still like, yeah fucking and like know. yeah he he fucking worked his ass off to try and get something done, and uh, I feel feel bad because there was a moment where they finally like plugged something in and something like worked a way that it wasn't working the last time they plugged it in, and if anybody knows me, they know that I'm not like very good in situations like that where I'm just gonna fucking laugh. <laughs> because so like you got a lot of really angry people huddled around uh and there were a, a lot computer. of really angry everybody people. was fucking mad and they plugged it in and they're like it's working now and I'm like, you plugged it in and it worked and they're like yeah and i started cackling my cackle uh as i am want to do and uh i felt so bad because I, I like looked at jay rose i'm like oh i i think that he's probably really pissed right now but that shit is fucking hilarious uh, because, like, what are you gonna do, you know? Shit happened. Uh, shit definitely happened. Yeah, so that was... That, that should be a, a sup show name, it's just shit happened. <laughs> yeah. I mean... Shit happened, that show. Yeah. <laughs> it was... Fuck that show. <laughs> fuck that day, I should say. The show was, the show the show was great. Was there was a lot of fucking recklessness. Uh, John Davis kicked Manders so hard in his back that, like... I think like, we both just started laughing. We, I... It, maybe you laughed and then I laughed because you were it, laughing. Yeah, it, it was the loudest, like, you've been... You've just been hit by a grown man thing that I've seen in a long time, so it... It fucking broke me. And then Kurt and Brett made decisions. I loved that match. Uh, <laughs> long time coming, that match. What else? There was some other shit that happened. Uh, uh, fucking 
Mesa Dixon line and the IFHY dudes just both being a couple of ridiculous sets of people. I have to say, I saw Mason Dixon line on another show, and I wanted them at SUP because I enjoyed what they did. And I think only Silas Mason could make the first booking, so he ended up in a scramble. Or maybe, no, actually, I think maybe he just showed up. I can't remember exactly. He did end up in a scramble. But I think I, I think he just showed up, actually, is how he got in the scramble. Yeah. Um, and, like, I had pitched to the guys. Like, I don't, full disclosure, I don't book SUP at all anymore, but if I see somebody that I think is worth a fuck, I will text them and be like, hey, you should look into this person or this tag team or whatever. And sometimes it works. Sometimes it doesn't. Mason Dixon line just was a fucking perfect storm. Silas Mason shows up. Everybody fucking falls in love with him because he's just a big badass. But he's also got like just that slight goofy edge to where it's like you know it's in the hair. Yeah, you get it. Yeah. You get it. Like it's all it's all there. Um, and then you know I guess the the right people had watched Mason Dixon line matches and they showed up and I. No knock, nothing, you know, just no no slight. Uh, I just didn't expect <laughs> Silas Mason or Mason Dixon line to get over like they did in so yeah. because it's a very different crowd. And I just, I don't know, like I was pleasantly surprised and very happy because uh, they're both really good dudes and I enjoy what they do. And uh, that's low-key one of my favorite moments of... It- uh, of like our hiatus as a podcast was seeing them like just be accepted by some. Yeah, because with that that crowd, no offense, but they you almost expect them to be judgmental about a couple southern dudes and expect something about that. Sure. Uh that they don't actually project in and, their matches. Well yeah, and like so the- it's not like they're wearing Confederate flags. Yeah. They're they're just like, hey, we're from the South. Yeah. Uh which is a difference. Yeah. So um, but I was, I was just fucking, I was very happy with that because, you know, they work really hard and, uh, once I saw them, I was like, I fucking like, there's a, there's a list of tag teams I want them against and I wanted it to happen in sub. So, so that day I worked before the show at the shooter <laughs> and, uh, I came, uh, gross. I came to the show and, uh, there was no parking and I walked into this motherfucker <laughs> And I walked up to the powers that be and I said, stop booking all these fucking people. I don't have a parking spot. <laughs> and then I looked around and I said, who are all these motherfuckers? Because there are a lot of extra people that I don't know who the fuck they are. And uh, I'm starting to like, see, I'm like, okay, I saw that guy on the flyer. I know who this wrestler is. And then I look and I went, oh, that's the Mason Dixon guys. Cause like they, like as I'm scanning in the room, just like hate filled. Cause I'm like, oh, I didn't get to park where I park. I just go, oh, that's those guys. <laughs> Looking forward to that match because uh, you can tell exactly who they are mm-hmm, and what they can do. Yeah. So, uh, that that's my story about them. Incredible tag team. Uh, if you're looking for a tag team, can't recommend them enough. Fucking. Love it. And they put out great promos and vignettes and just content. It's funny as fuck. <laughs> so. <clears throat> so, we're at like an hour ten. Sure. 
So, uh... That's light for us, remember? <laughs> yeah. That's true. Who are some people... Remember Tony Kazina? Oh, God. No, I blacked out. <laughs> All right, hold on. Before we go any further, fuck it. <laughs> Least favorite episode we've ever done and why. Least favorite episode and why. Can't wait for this one. Don't know what it's going to be, but I cannot uh, fucking wait. This one's... Oh, I was, wait, I have some other... Okay. I, I was kind of thinking about this. Uh, that I was involved... Because there's one episode, like the Darius Carter episode, should have been bad. <laughs> but, like, it was... Because it was like, what the fuck? But, like... <laughs> I was working we that were, night. Yeah, you were. But it was just so chaotic outside of the actual interview that it was an enjoyable time. Uh, yeah, it was chaotic. Uh, it might be hateful, but like Tracer X, like we talked to him and it was like, it was fine, but like nothing really went down and like that or Joey Ryan. Although Joey Ryan was more like he realized like he didn't want to be doing it. But then we said, <clears throat> cause like this is going, this is like, excluding like people that we found out were like pieces of shit afterwards oh, or something yeah, okay. like that. Well. Like just like an interview that I don't think that we got anything on our end or their end. And it felt like Tracer X was nice, but it's like it didn't go anywhere right. in any sort of way. I don't even know if he's still wrestling. I think he is. So, and I mean, that might sound hateful. I don't know if that's going to get me, you know, I don't think so. So, with anybody, I just that's not an episode I really enjoyed uh, after the fact because it was you know, but like the Joey Ryan one kind of sucked too. Except that he like we all kind of resigned to the fact that we didn't want to do it, so everybody like <laughs> got something out of it. And then there was like fucking before we found out he was a piece of shit, like Sammy Callahan, where we like talked to him and it's like he's just like me me me, like I'm here. Uh, I'm ready to like talk real quick and go away. Yeah, because we did that one live. Like DJ Hyde, where he was up his own ass the whole time. I wish I would have bashed him. I was was gonna say DJ Hyde. Like there's a lot of shit like that where it's just like we were trying to like we were talking to people that we felt like could position us. We tried to to play the game. Yeah, without like because we were early in, we didn't know stuff about wrestling. We didn't know a lot of people, Uh, and just like we had shit like that where it's like. It's like, okay, like these people think a lot of themselves and aren't here to talk to us and don't care about talking to us. And it's like, what are, like, we can only milk it for so much and they're not getting anything out of it. Yeah. Uh, So, like, stuff like that. And, like, once again, like, no offense to Tracer X, like, if he's still going, good for him and I hope he's doing well. I just don't like that interview very much. I don't know. Um... Since I still well, uh, I mean, both of both of my like my top two were mentioned. Uh, DJ Hyde, fuck that guy. Uh, don't really care. Like I got nothing to lose on that end. Yeah, uh, I'm I'm all right. You know, uh, he said some real foul shit when we met him, and uh, I mean, other people have come forward and said like, I don't know, like I, he is I sex pest. <laughs> I understand why people want to work for CZW for the name, um, but I got I got nothing for DJ Hyde. 
uh, and then the Al Snow episode, I wanted to be a lot more than it was, but the call kept dropping, and he, like, he really didn't want to do it, and, like, I get it. Like, I'm not, I'm never going to be one of those people that's going to be butthurt if you tell me you don't want to do my uh, podcast. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll never be upset. I'd rather you tell me no than just trudge through it. Like, yeah. we asked, um, shit, what is her name? Uh, Talking about when Jesse Bell big leagued us, because that was fucking funny. Oh, I don't even remember that. That was hilarious. When we were first starting out and trying to get anybody on, and we were trying to talk to, like, get a woman on the podcast so that we could, like, you know, be inclusive, which we tried, and it, understandably, it's hard, especially at that time, to get women to talk to two, uh, like, Us. dudes with, yeah, with beards <laughs> that look a little weird, uh, and be like, you want to be on our podcast? Shout uh, out, like, Kelly Klein was a fucking saint for she, going to bat for us. Yeah, she got, she got our, like, foot in the door, and then we had a lot of good interviews off that with a lot of really... It was, uh, god damn it, Jamie Jameson, <coughs> uh, at a tried and true show. I think that's her name. If not... I I think I'm... I'm... Fuck. I know who you're talking about. I don't... That might be the name. I don't fucking remember. Well, we were at a tried and true show, and I asked her, because like you said, we were we were trying to get women's wrestlers on the podcast just to be, you know, inclusive, and because, like, we were trying to do it a lot, and so was she, so in my mind, it just made sense. Yeah, you know? we were working Jeff Hardy's table. <laughs> I have a fun story about that. Hey, you dropped something. Uh... Uh, so I asked her, and she just said, no thanks. And, like, that's chill. Like, I am I will never hold a grudge over yeah. that. Like, I would much rather you, you know, just straight up tell me no. Like, Th- Than waste either of our time. Yeah. But yeah. Like, I, I don't want anybody to do anything they don't want to do. And, like, sometimes, so, like, when we did, like, the Demon Bunny episode, at first, it felt like they were kind of like, what's this going to be? And then that one went really well. Well, I feel like we were also like, what's this going to be? Yeah. Well, and uh, there was a lot of uncertainty on all ends. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that. That was also the first time we had ever interviewed two two people people at the same time over the phone. So like there, there's shit like that. There were, to be honest, we prepped some, sometimes. And that was one that we did prep for. Like we wrote stuff down just in case, but like, I don't even think we really used most of it. No, because we started talking about Buffy the Vampire Slayer and everybody warmed up and then we just talked about shit, which yep. is what we wanted to do with this fucking podcast. Um, but yeah, we like our prep is kind of like, I hope you have personality and then we see how that goes. Uh, or it, Personality or... Chemistry with each other. Or an interest outside of wrestling. Yeah. Right? Because we were never... I mean, if you listen before, you know, but if you're if this is your first time listening, uh, we were never the podcast to really... Sometimes we would dive into it, but it was never like the first question like, <coughs> who trained you and when did you start? Like, if it came up casually in conversation and it was something to touch on or an in- interesting, like, story of, like, how somebody got into wrestling... Um, then we would we talk about it, but it was never like a forced thing. Yeah, I I could probably I can't even name an episode where we like really talk about it, but I know it happened. Yeah, um, I'm sure more early on too. Yeah, where we didn't know what kind of podcast we were. Yeah, and which, then we just realized that we were fucking nerdy about things, and so we're wrestlers. At yeah. least the wrestlers we were talking to. Uh, 
I'm just glad that we both agree on Al Snow. I wanted that to be so much better. Like, I had high hopes. I swear to God, I didn't even know Al Snow was on this podcast. (laughs) I remember talking to Stevie Richards, and he went all conspiratorial, and I was like, okay, there we are. That's one of my favorites. Um, I know. So, like, we were going back through the other day of episodes, and we deleted a bunch because I don't fucking... shit bags? Yeah, like, DJ Hyde episode, gone. gone. Fucking... Don't even want to say his name. Gone. Well, th- we got rid of that one a long time. A long ago. time ago. Uh, like as it when shit happened. Uh, I'm trying to think who else I deleted. There was a few, at least a handful. Yeah. Yeah. It, there's just stuff that like <clears throat> we never wanted to give those people a platform, and if we would have known the things that we found yeah. out, yeah, you find out stuff about people afterwards, and you're like, oh, they're fucking shitty. Okay. So if for some reason that was one of your favorite episodes, and it's gone. Well, find a new favorite. Hope you saved it. Go listen to the Spider Nate Web episode and be happy about it. That episode fucking rules. That's one of my favorites. I don't know if Spider Nate Web had ever done a podcast prior to that because he (laughs) definitely didn't know what a podcast was at that time. And then he cut a promo on the entire judicial system. I don't even know if Spider Nate Web knew that he was on our podcast. (laughs) Uh, And I I respect it. But yeah, there's like stuff. I also credit the fucking revival of Spider Man Web to us. Don't give a fuck. Yeah, it, it really. We did a lot for a lot of people. Uh, I said not, that jokingly, kind yeah, of. Yeah, like I, I'm. We didn't do a lot for a lot of people, but we were on the pulse. Uh, more than we realized, and other people realized because we got there right before certain things and certain people took off. Uh, we've kind of been in the right place at the right time and kind of like met the right people before, even with like Marco, Sup helped Marco right before GCW helped Marco. And Marco actually talked about that. Yeah. Jericho's deal. So he did all the work, but like he got the platform and then, and Marco's always been cool. I don't know if Marco knows my fucking name, but Marco knows who I am and will like say, hey, which is all I need. I just need, if, you, if you've if you met me, remember me because I sure as shit remember who the fuck you are. Uh, except for everyone I met at the first SCI because we walked into a room full of people. That was wild. And I didn't know who the fuck anybody was and then I had to like the next year be like, okay, <laughs> this is this person. And I made a lot of good friends from that. I just feel really shitty about that first year where People invited us to do stuff, and I was like, we're recording. I don't know who anyone is. I'm having anxiety attacks. All right. What, what's our timestamp? What are we at? An hour 22. Final question for everybody, and then we'll start wrapping this up, because I'm sure that'll take a while, too. Um, when we were going strong, who's the one person that we were around like once or multiple times that you wish we could have got an interview with. Brittany, you start. Is it Jeff Hardy? <laughs> I was waiting on that, honestly. I was surprised it wasn't Jeff Hardy. It's always Jeff Hardy, but I was trying to think of I mean, we something did try. a little less obvious. Are you wearing a Bane hoodie? Yeah. yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> Who's like famous now is what you're no, saying? Just no, anyone, just anyone that was that. interesting to you that we didn't get to talk to. Oh, Tara Calloway. I mean, we could, yeah. We could still probably make that, that Well, work. I was going to say, Which like, is... who do you guys want to talk to? And she was going to be one of my people that I wanted to talk to. 
I know she's retired now, but she also does other stuff, and I feel like she'd be a really cool interview. Folks, so... <laughs> Mine might be a curveball. I'm trying to think, because, like, I've, I still want to talk to Makabe. Uh, obviously, we brought that up. Uh, we talked to Chris Hero. We got that one. Uh, who the fuck? I would like to talk to B-Boy, because we haven't yet... Okay. That wasn't really when we were running. I mean, we were already done by the time that, like, his resurgence in this area specifically, or his first surgence, I don't know, <laughs> uh, in the area. I'm trying to think. We got a lot of people. Uh, Going through the cattle, the back catalog was pretty sick the other night because I was like, God damn, we did a lot. I got, in the last year, a shit ton of people that were on our show have action figures now, so... That's pretty cool. That's fucking wild. Um, fuck, who is there that, like, we tried? Uh, okay, you know who we were around that I wish we could have talked to? Fucking Kevin Nash. Because he, he was at that, uh, what do you call it show? <coughs> uh, being cool as shit to everybody. And, like, obviously we weren't going to bother him. But, Fairground like, show? Yeah. Uh, Freedom Pro? Yes. And if I had had the opportunity, that's who I would like to sit down and just talk about bullshit with. Uh, so we were in the same proximity as Kevin Nash, and we didn't get to speak to him. Also, uh, Heidi, cause, yeah. so that didn't work out. Uh, she popped in, though. Yeah, very briefly. Uh, so that would have been a good one. Who you got? MVP. Oh, shit. Uh, we have I was one. thinking about how the your interaction and stuff with him the other day because he's been on. Um, I don't know. MVP has always like intrigued me, and I've always thought he was a good wrestler, and his story is really interesting. Um, and then the interaction we had at Freedom Pro was I was wearing a ghost shirt, and he asked me if I was wearing a Celtic Frost shirt, and I was like, no, but I wish I had a Celtic Frost shirt. And it was a very pleasant exchange. We just talked metal for like a brief second, and then went our separate ways. And then I think we interviewed Action Ortiz. Who I actually talked to the other day, huh. like very briefly on Twitter. I can't remember what it was about. Oh, we were talking about, I think I was talking about Rain, and he told me to try the C4 energy drink, and it would make me want to rip my skin off, which is the feeling that I enjoy. Uh, side note, Brittany had her first Rain uh, not too long ago. It was fucking awful. She said her arm went numb. I don't drink most energy drinks. I, don't I drink Yerba Mate's, because uh, <laughs> they're you. like organic, <laughs> uh, and they're delicious, and they give me just enough caffeine. Uh and sometimes I'll drink a Red Bull. I enjoy rain. I enjoy the strawberry jalapeno rain that people keep shitting on. I mean, we, I don't, mean, we it, don't have real tree anymore, so. It tasted good. It but was delicious, but I thought I was having a heart attack, so none of that for me. All right, Brittany. You want to talk about people we want on the show? Well, I said mine already. But no. I feel like you have more. Okay, hold on. Oh, you have a list. Yeah. Or you're talking about, like... Now we're talking about, like, people in the future that we would like yeah. to, not our like, missed connections. Right. <laughs> uh, oh, I mean, if you want to start while Brittany looks for her list. Oh. Unless she's got it. Effie. Yeah. Uh, I would love that. Well, every, every time I'm around Effie, I feel like I learn so much without him, like, trying to teach me anything. It's just, like, casual conversation, but, like, the way Effie speaks... And, like, just watching Effie's, like, fucking rise through wrestling, 
um, has been incredible, and I enjoy every time I'm around Effie. Missed out on Stoke. Man. That was, Stokely oh, yeah. would have been good. R.I.P. Stokely. Uh, yeah. Um, I heard he got locked up for selling bootleg CDs or some shit. Um, <laughs> That's he, what A.J. Gray told me, at least. People that I would like to talk to, I would like to talk to Lee Moriarty. Uh, I feel like there's a lot to talk about between you two. I would like to talk to... So I gotta, like... I'm gonna be dead honest with you, and this will probably get me some heat, but I gotta, like, talk to people about their straight edge. Uh, because this got me into a lot of shit with Shimmer wrestling fans. Uh, <laughs> but, like, I have, like, I just want to know if people respect the culture of straight edge or if they like CM Punk. And so I, but I've heard, like, people back him and, like, Leon Ruff and stuff like that. So, like, uh, I hear that they're, like, actually into, like, the hardcore scene or listen to that type of music where it comes from. And I got called a boomer and shit because I was like, I was like, you know, like, learn where it comes from. Uh, don't just be like, I don't do drugs and I don't drink, so I'm straight edge because that's not how that works. Because uh, then, like, every child is straight edge. Uh, but, yeah, so I would like to talk to people about that. Uh, I'd like to talk to him. Uh, who else was there? Fuck, I just had it in my head. Uh, I want to talk to fucking the uh Jonathan Wolf and Sean Kemp because I I want to yeah I want to know what makes them tick <laughs> because they're like they've yeah. always been really pleasant to me anytime I've been around them and they seem fucking wild Jonathan Wolf has one of the wildest travel stories that I'm not going to drop on this podcast. Okay, I uh, That I will tell you when we're done, because if he ever comes on here, I I don't even know if he can actually tell actually it. Actually talk about it, yeah. But if he can, I want him to, and I want it to come straight from him, because it's... F- if you know, you know. And it, like, I watched Jay Newman fucking cry, laugh over the story. Oh, God. I, I would... I, I would like to talk to Jaden now because I got a lot more respect for Jaden uh, than I did originally because of people he was associated with. Uh, and then like Ben Carter, because I'm I'm interested in him because like I think that he's a very good professional wrestler. But then he sang Rockstar by uh, Nickelback at the Holy SCI shit, thing. Did, did yeah, you? so I I'm like, that. I just need to, I need to see where this guy's like, like, wavelengths are. Cause like, I mean, you know, sometimes talented people like bad stuff. Uh, we need to talk to Manders. Yeah. Uh, ah, fuck this. BP4. BP4 is list. who, is who I need to speak <laughs> with on this podcast. He's the owner of Bizarro Lucia. Him, Big Twan, Beef, uh, so basically, we just need to go to SCI and set up shop again. Yeah, that. Well, like I want to get to him, bef- like on the way to SCI, the road to SCI. Yeah, uh, so that it's not a uh, crowded. Like, yeah, I don't know if I can do another fucking I, first SCI year. Yeah, I'll do like we can do an interview here or there, like get quick stuff. But like, 
I thought I was going to die this past SCI here. Yeah, I'm more there to just enjoy. What did I do this past SCI? I just hung out. I had a good time. I had the weirdest schedule. I wrestled, I commentated, and I ring announced. I think I covered almost all the fucking bases, which is insane. I want to be the first podcast that interviews Bastard Cassidy. <laughs> because he's going to be a star. I want to talk to Big Twan. Who, who else is on your list? I know you got there. Uh, Thick Cassidy. <laughs> Tam Tam. Tam Tam Bigelow. We can make that happen. Uh, Patrick Heater. We can make that happen. Makabe. BP4, Effie, Lee Moriarty, and all the people you just said. No, I'm sorry. No, no, that's fine. I was writing them down. Uh, Because there's a lot of people right now, and like, if there's any up-and-comers that we need to talk to that you think could be something, send them our way, but I'm going to be honest with you, right now in professional wrestling, the people that are really, it's like the same certain groups of people getting buzz, uh, most of them for good reason, and there's not a lot of people like standing out that need to make themselves stand out. Uh, and then all the women are getting signed up, or we already spoke with, so it's hard. Uh, but like if we talk to like Faye Jackson or something like that, that'd be cool. Uh, that'd be fun. Faye would be a lot of fun. She's a sweetheart. And then buy tickets to the Grace Sweat Pants Battle Royal. Oh God. And like the so like. Yeah, if there are women in wrestling that you would like us to talk to, especially that need like a spotlight shined on them, uh, that maybe aren't getting it yet, uh, also direct that to us. Uh, and hopefully I won't, in any of your choices, be burying it in the group chats. <laughs> um, I pretty much want to talk to like everybody you guys mentioned, uh, with the addition of. Rich Palladino, John Davis, two people who have been very, you know, important to me over the last few months. Um, damn, I just had somebody. I really would like to sit down and just talk to Drew Cordero about things not wrestling, uh, just to see what makes him tick outside of wrestling, because I feel like that would be a lot of fun. Uh, I'd like to fucking pin Jerry down from IWTV and make him do this. <laughs> uh, just to also be like, you did posse numbers and I know you know about hardcore now fucking spill the beans. I forgot about that shit. Yeah. I have questions about posse numbers. Uh, Cause he rode with us to SCI one year uh, and that's where the relationship kind of blossomed. Um, and uh, I don't know, like I'd like to, you know, I'd like to hear what, I mean, I, I know more about IWTV than the average viewer because I'm a VJ and shit. Um, but I would like for him to like kind of let people know the process behind some of the things uh, because I think that's super interesting. And like, I don't know, I, I enjoy like the business side of things. The one who kind of got away that I would like periodically ask uh, and uh, the time was just never there uh, was Mance. I'd like I'd love to have Mance on uh, because Mance has a lot of fucking great things to say and a lot of great material and uh, he's a good dude. Um, 
the person so going back to people who we were around that we missed uh sunny kiss would have been a really fun interview yeah i would have loved that it almost happened yeah uh, in new jersey yeah Mm -hmm. but i think we i think that's when we were i think we either went to record with cannonball or we had just come back from it i don't remember but I think we didn't have space or something. Like, we didn't have a place to go record or whatever. Yeah, I don't remember. Um, i trying to think of anybody. I mean, there's a, there's a lot of fucking people. Like, I encounter a lot of fucking people uh, through my travels and shit. Uh, Alex Zane is one I'd like to really have on here uh, so we can talk a lot of backyard wrestling. And, like, I've heard some of the podcasts he's done, <laughs> and they've been great. But I feel like... Nobody's fucking talked about his wrestling action figure collection, and I know that's our shit. <laughs> I don't even collect wrestling figures anymore, but I know enough. Plus, plus he's Tennessee boy, so right, Kentucky, Kentucky. Oh, okay, but he's close wrestling enough. in Tennessee. Close enough. So, um, you know, that's one that I want to make happen, and I think we could uh, in the near future if he's not fucking in Japan or something. Yeah, because that man keeps a wild ass schedule, and good, rightfully so. Good for him. Uh because he blew up and took off, like, immediately. Yeah. And a lot of these people have been on other podcasts, like the Spotlight Series or Sobros or a Wrestling Cheers or I Got Your Five Stars, whatever. Um, so, like, they have interviews out there. We just want our, our interview. Because, I, you know, it occupies different spaces. Yes. And that's what we've always done. So be sure to listen to those podcasts and get those interviews that way. And then if we do it, you can compare and contrast. Yeah. Because that's... Maybe something that people do. I don't know. Uh, y'all got anything else? I guess good on this one. Uh, you know, I spewed a lot. I got a lot out. Uh, I'm in therapy now, if you can believe it. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I don't think I have anything else. You got anything, Brittany? I don't think so. Well, uh, we're recording this on... Thursday, February 20th. Uh, I don't know when this is going to come out, but Brittany and I will be hitting the road to go to St. Louis Anarchy in your hall strong style series tomorrow uh, to watch Brett Ice and beat the fuck out of everyone. Uh, I'm excited just to kind of sit there and chill as a fan and then do my IWTV duties. Um, but, you know, I got some shit coming up, so I'm going to go ahead and plug that shit. Uh, New South is doing a two-night tournament, Heart of the Southern 16, the Haas tournament. I'll be there doing commentary March 6th and 7th. Uh, I got something I can't really talk about mid-March. Then SUP on the 15th of March. I'll be in uh, the Richmond, Virginia area for NGW on the 22nd of March. Uh, And then I'll be at Unsanctioned Pro, making my commentary debut for Unsanctioned Pro on the 28th. Uh, Damn, Bubba, slow down. (laughs) I'm trying, man. No. <laughs> uh, so March is March is cool. Um, got some shit coming up. We still have shirts available at What a Maneuver. Oh yeah, buy buy stuff so I can send my kid to college. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I also have shirts available at What a Maneuver. Uh, you can just search Righteous Jesse and it comes up. I have a shirt. Uh, we have two shirts on the Kick Out of Two store. Uh, Brittany, what show are you on? What show are you working on? Oh. So you can tell people to watch it? 
Tell Me a Story Season 2. This motherfucker's in a Netflix beanie. (laughs) I haven't even talked about that. Corporate punk. (laughs) Are you even on it? Is it a Netflix show that you're on? No, it's a... She was, right? Yeah. The or is this a CBS? This oh, is yeah. CBS All Access. Oh, bad. So it's the streaming app. It's Tell Me a Story Season 2. So it's download sh- the app and watch it? Yes. You got a promo code? Ooh, I did. Oh, did you really? <laughs> Holy shit, I didn't mean to do that. <laughs> I think it's expired now, though. Oh, okay. I did get a promo code. I didn't know Damn. that was a thing. Yeah, I, I was just fucking... Yeah. I was just making fun of myself. No, I, I did, uh, but... It's on my CBS email, which I can't access through uh, public computers. Oh, so we gotta yeah. hack that shit, right? Yeah. Speaking can't of access from civilian computers. Corporate punk. Rancid is playing Nashville, and it's like sixty-four bucks. Pass for them and Dropkick Murphys at Municipal Auditorium. That shit is expensive. Yeah, I'm good. Uh, you can catch me nowhere, and see me no time suckers because i don't have anything coming up right now until sup on march 15th which will be right around my birthday so what do you uh, want for your birthday <laughs> i was gonna say everyone to die but no, I'm just, uh, <laughs> holy shit I'm just, I'm just kidding uh i don't fucking know uh, i've had a hard time with that I just even with tara i was like just give me money so i can buy my animal crossing game on the switch <laughs> What kind of candy do you like? Fucking uh, Easter, Easter candy. candy. Uh, I've been eating. I tried the new Starburst jelly beans that are like soda flavored. They're all right. They would be better as actual Starbursts. Uh, but I fuck with Starburst jelly beans. Uh, Almond Joy eggs. They don't make them anymore. They used to make these Milky Way bunnies. That Milky I put Ways in the are fridge. Fucking love Milky Ways. And they were like. So they were like softer and thinner than regular Milky Ways because they're shaped like like a goofy ass rabbit. And I just put them in the fridge. Damn, those were good. Like Reese's Cups, you know. Those are the big things. So uh, if you come to Sup on March 15th, bring this man any of those candies. Yeah, and Sour Patch Kids. Always Sour Patch Kids. Them, them hoes are vegan, so uh, I'll also take those. Um, if you want to watch wrestling, uh, sign up for IWTV. Use the code RIGHTEOUS, get a free trial. I think it's like five days. Uh, people were abusing shit, so... I figured. Precautions had to be taken to uh, secure the bag or whatever. Uh, you can sign up for IWTV, co- uh, use the code RIGHTEOUS, get your trial, watch some sup, watch some New South, some Bizarre Lucha, uh, basically everything that I'm involved in, some SCI. Um, I don't know. We're doing stuff. Here on the Kick Out at Two podcast. Who knows how regular this will or will not be. Uh, we're going to try to knock out some interviews at some point soon. Maybe Brittany and I will try to get some some quick sound bites or whatever at Anarchy. Um, you want to plug your fucking social media deals? No, nah, don't follow me. <laughs> <laughs> but what if people want to send you fights? Uh, it's a public Twitter. You can find it. <laughs> You're tagged. Yeah, he'll tag me. Or just send it to me and I'll forward it. Yeah. I changed my Twitter handle. Yeah, I know. I need it, to update you do that Twitter. a lot. No. And it fucks me I up. I have identity problems, I guess. I don't know. I don't know who I am. So what's your Twitter handle? Brit but spooky. So what's your Twitter handle? At Brit but spooky. 
I'm at X Wilkman X. If anyone was really wondering, <laughs> uh, and I'm just righteous Jesse, but I'm not that righteous. I'm just kind of righteous. I will see y'all. <laughs>